Welcome to the Big Picture Podcast, where we make sure you know there's more going on than you can see or hear. If this podcast episode helps you, would you consider leaving us a review on the app or platform you're using to listen? We appreciate it. And remember, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake. And now, your host, Larry Ragland. All right, everybody, come on in. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of The Big Picture with Larry Raglan. I'm Larry Raglan. You're watching The Big Picture. We're endeavoring to always look at the world and the things that are going on around the world through the eyes of The Big Picture. You can't see The Big Picture if all you're doing is looking with your natural eyes and with your natural ears, you won't be able to hear what's going on in in the world that's around us. Because there's another world that's going on around us, and I'm not talking about the Matrix, and I'm not talking about um, an alternate universe or the multiverse. I'm talking about a very spiritual warfare and a very spiritual battle that's going on. And it's, and it's going on not just, of course, ultimately for our eternity, but it's going on for more than our eternity. It's going on for our even, our now, our freedom, our ability to, do what we feel that we are led by God to do and speak, uh, and just to carry out the mandate. There's that word I'm about to use a lot today, the mandate that we have from God. In fact, today's episode, this particular episode, is going to be called the Battle of the Mandates, the Battle of the Mandates. And, you know, that's a word that uh, you hear a lot about nowadays. You hear a lot of, pe- a lot of people talking about pro-mandate, anti-mandate, Mandates for many different things, but especially you know what without me saying it. But you see my shirt here? Kingdom. Kingdom is greater than culture. Kingdom's always going to override culture. So I'm excited today about our broadcast called The Battle of the Mandates. And we're going to get into some stuff. We're going to get a little controversial today and going to walk that thin line to make sure that uh, we are not going to get kicked off because we're going to be able to keep this uh, avenue of word going forth that we can, as long as we can, uh, but at the same time, we're not going to hold back. We're, we're, we're here because we believe that we've got a word for this moment, and we're going to speak this moment. So before we get into that, it's very, very important. You see scrolling across the screen. If you're watching this on YouTube, you may be listening to the podcast, but if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see it says, man, it's very important for you to hit that like button, subscribe button. If you're listening on the podcast, it's very, very important that you follow this channel and that you rate this channel. That is huge, y'all. I'm learning more and more about podcasts, the power of the podcast, and that is the higher the rating, the more number of the ratings, and, of course, five-star ratings, the higher rating you can give it, and the more that you can give it, the greater chance it gets to being put in front of the people who might be asleep, whose eyes are closed, that need to be awakened. Uh, You know, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Just because you woke don't mean you awake. Woke and awake are two different things. Uh, and that's another broadcast that I'll be dealing with the woke culture. Uh, but let's help. Uh, you're helping us to wake up the sleeping giant, to wake up those that have just sort of been mind-numb robots. But it's time for us to step up and uh, cherish the life that we've been given. 
So today's called the Battle of the Mandates. And, uh, you know, as you share this, let people know this is, this is a broadcast they need to hear. And if you want to ta- uh, tag into or subscribe to everything that we got going on now, know more about our books, our other podcasts that we've got called the Voice of the Remnant podcast, uh, YouTube channel podcast uh, for our church as well. All you got to do is go to LarryRaglin.com. Just go to LarryRaglin.com, and you'll see at the top of there where you can click on podcasts and YouTube, and it'll take you, show you everything. Let's get into this. Today's called the Battle of the mandates, the battle of the mandates. You know, at the time of this broadcast, and I don't know where you, whether you're going to be watching this within the day or days after it was uh, published and debuted, and maybe even that you're watching this as we get on down the road and years from now. This is an older broadcast. Whatever it is, I tell you, the history books will never let forget. Uh, let us forget what we just gone through over the last two years. All around the world, all around the world, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, there has been mandates from every corner of every way of life. Uh, you know, you, some of you may remember some things. It seems like it's been longer than two years, but um, remember this, two weeks to stop the spread. That's all we're asking, two weeks to stop the spread. Two weeks turned into over two years. Um, then, of course, there came the nationwide lockdowns here in this country and all over the world, every major country in the world, just about, some did not fully, but most everyone around the world shut down at the same time. It was the most unbelievable thing in the world, in our lifetimes, I should say, to see the entire world basically in a shutdown mode. I remember hearing, though, when that was happening, people started asking questions about mandates, and they started asking the political figures from the president to all those that uh, spoke on his behalf, uh, do you think that we'll ever get to a place where we need to have mandates for this and mandates for that? And I don't want to say the word. You know the word. Got it? If you're, if you're listening on podcast, I, I just uh, <clears throat> jabbed something in my arm. Uh, simulating. Uh, but they talked about the mandates, the mask mandates, all these different things. And this was their response then. Oh, no, no, you got to worry about that because we don't have the authority to do that. We don't have the authority in place to do any kind of mandate. We can do suggestions. We can't do mandates. Well, of course, we know that changed. Then all of a sudden, lo and behold, they found the authority that they didn't think they had uh, to, to, to do the mandate. And you know the rest. So mandate, mandate, mandate. That's all we hear. When are the mandates going to end? we got another side of the coin saying the mandates don't need to end. Well, I want you to know that you know, this podcast is going, to, is going to always remind you of what God has called us to do. And we have a mandate ourselves. You know, we have a mandate that supersedes uh, anything that man would put on us. Think about it, mandate. That's a, that's a date that's put on us um, as, as humankind where we are commissioned, we are commanded, uh, we are urged, uh, sometimes required by penalty of, of law to do something, to say something, to go somewhere, whatever. So there's a mandate that's in place for all these different versions of things that you see that coincides with the world that we live in right now. But we have a mandate. Our Lord and Savior tells us that we are the salt and the light of the world. That's our mandate. Our mandate is to be light in the midst of darkness. Light in the midst of darkness. Well, you know, that's a mandate. That's not a suggestion. We have not been suggested. It has not been recommended. You know, you see some of these signs on some of these doors you go in, fill in the blank, are recommended with that picture there of, of somebody covering their face. Recommended now, where some of them said required. But 
whether it's required or recommended, I want you to know something about the mandate that we've been given. Our mandate is not a suggestion. Our mandate, quite frankly, for the believer is not supposed to be optional. Because if we don't fulfill our mandate from God, uh, then, then we begin to see the very thing that's happening uh, in the world all around us. The world begins to follow then the mandate of the world. So when the, when the, when the people of God stop being the light, then, and they stop following that mandate to be light and salt on the earth, then we, we're going to follow a mandate. We're, we're going to follow a mandate. Man, man is built, it's in his DNA uh, to serve somebody. Now, you may say, well, I'm an atheist. I'm, I, don't, I don't believe in any God. Well, no, you might not believe in any God, but you serve something. You serve someone. You serve some entity. You've bought into something that is the ultimate authority in your life. And whether you call it your God or not, you are following uh, the rules and the regulations and the mandate of that God or that entity. So we're going. We're just going to serve somebody. Remember the old song? Uh, I believe it was Bob Dylan. Goes, you're gonna have to serve somebody. Serve somebody. It might be the devil, and it might be the Lord, but you're gonna have to serve somebody. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, Bob Dylan uh, interpretation, or excuse me, uh, imitation, uh, right there. Yeah, uh, quality, quality voice. Uh, but he says, you got to serve somebody, y'all. You go, you go, it might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but you got to serve somebody. God, God tells us that. But here's the interesting thing about what the Word of God says about that. He says, no man's going to serve two masters. He's going to serve the one or serve the other. And it's interesting what he says in that. He says they're either going to serve God or they're going to serve, if you look at the King James Version, it says, or, or in many of the different versions, it says mammon. But when you really, a lot of folks don't know what that word mammon is because we don't use it in our language. It, it literally means money. It literally means money. So you, you're either going to serve God or you're going to serve money. You're going to be either mandated and led by the mandate of God or you're going to make your decisions based on financial decisions, what you got to do. You, know? you don't do this mandate, you're going to lose your job, that kind of thing. So let me just, before I move on from this mandate that we have to be light, let me just remind you of something that you may have never really thought about. So what is light? Light is, the, is, is a substance that when it comes on, its main objective is to dispel darkness. Okay, It removes darkness. Anytime a light comes on, it shows up in the midst of darkness because darkness, if you haven't really have thought about this, is not really, it don't even exist. Darkness does not exist. Dark, darkness is simply the absence of light. It's not a substance. It can't be generated. You can't uh, make darkness, but you can make light. So basically, the only way you can, I guess, quote, unquote, make darkness is you remove all the light from the room. And when you remove all the light from the room, it's dark. But I'm telling you, the darkest room in the world, go, go, go get in a, go to one of them caves and go down into the caverns where, um, you know, it's, they say there's, it's, it's, there's literally no light that exists, no man-made light, no natural light. You are as dark as you can possibly get. You stick your hand in front of your face, do everything. You can't see anything. And, and you might be in a big old giant uh, cavern where, where there's, I mean, it's, you don't even know how big it is. But say somebody's on the other side of that cavern in that complete darkness, and you think, oh, I'm surrounded by darkness. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And somebody has the ability to literally light a match. And when they light that match, no matter how dark it is, everybody in that cavern Every one of their eyes turns towards the match 
Because immediately, not just around where the match and the light is and the fire that's on that, la- that, that match is, that's lighting up the immediate area, All the dark, everything that's in the darkness turns to look at the light. That's what Jesus was talking about. Jesus said, listen, when we stop burning, when we stop being on fire, when we stop the mandate of just being everything that God's caused us to be, little by little by little by little, it looks like it's becoming darker and darker. And quite frankly, it has become darker and darker. And the church has really dropped the ball. But I'm going to tell you something. There's been a generation, we call it the remnant. We believe the remnant is rising. Every time they rise, that light comes on. Every time the light comes on, the darkness is dispelled. But here's the key, just like in that cavern. Even the people who are not burning, and even the people that don't have a light, their eyes turn to the light. So I'm going to tell you something. The world is noticing and seeing the remnant burning, and we can't stop it. Okay, so we got a mandate there. So let me flip a little bit real quick. Uh, it's going to be a short broadcast, but let me just talk about what happens when, when darkness issues mandates, when mandates come in the midst of darkness. And there's no hope in those mandates. There's no, there's no end in sight. It's one thing for you to do something and make a decision to be safe. And, but, but many of the things, let's be honest, many of the things that we were told was going to be short-term, you know, you'll have some people that, that still believe it's short-term, but you'll ask some of these so-called experts, there's no end in sight. They don't want to commit to any kind of end in sight because they don't want to choose the side of hope. Because fear, when a mandate is mixed with fear, and, and the person that is listening to the mandate it begins to buy into the fear, their light, whether they believe or not, that light of joy in their life gets dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. Let me just tell you something about, about what has happened during a lot of these mandates, these lockdowns, uh, whether it be a mass mandate, whether it be a, a lockdown to stay at home and, and isolate, not go anywhere, it's created cr- tremendous amounts of de- depression, tremendous amount of suicidal thoughts. I'm going to read directly uh, from the, the, C- the CDC data. CDC, they, they always tell us, go to the CDC. They always tell us that's, you know, that's the ultimate authority. Well, the Centers for Disease Control found that one in four young people, listen to this, one in four young people had, had developed suicidal thoughts during the pandemic to date. This was up to 2020 data. Uh, this don't even, I mean, 2021 data. They don't even give us uh, towards the end of 21 and into 22. This is 20, 19 and 20 and going into 21. Uh, one in four, 25%, listen to me, of young people develop suicidal thoughts in the darkness of the mandates, in the isolation. For comparison, you say, well, what, how does that compare? From 2008 to 2009, in that two-year two period there, they did, they, that was the last time they did that study. Well, that, that's a pretty good while ago, but that's really, let's say, 10 years ago. That is 10 years ago from when this data that we have that is current on young people and suicidal thoughts. And 10 years ago, it was one in six. Now it's one in four that even had suicidal thoughts. Now watch this. This is incredible. And more than 40% of the respondents in this latest data study said the crisis had prompted mental health or behavioral problems. And most of them were now on medical 
uh, treatment medication. 40% more in just two years. What's what else has happened when darkness commands a mandate and there is no hope of ending in light? CDC data, one again, once again, an uptick in drug overdose and, suicide, and substance abuse. Social isolation and despair began to trigger, trigger substance abuse relapses. States all over are, now, are, are not just seeing record number of drug overdoses and deaths, but huge record number of drugs and over, overdose of drugs and deaths. The death of opioids, the death of, of uh, accidental uh, death from prescription drugs, narcotics are through the roof. Hunger has soared. More and more people are, not, are, are saying they don't have enough to eat. Many are losing their jobs due to mandates, and they can't pay the bills. Violence and crime has spiked. You've seen the news. And let me tell you what you see on the news, I promise you, because they want to promote the narrative that they're promoting is nowhere near as bad as it is. You've got to hear from the people that are living in the city. When you start seeing people uh, on social media and, and different places that live in the cities talking about the condition, it's much, much worse than what you're seeing in the media. Frustration and anxiety led people to do things they never thought they would do, but they're also feel empowered because when darkness has no light and darkness has no hope, I mean, the people run ragged. I, I love that scripture that many of you may know. It says, without a vision, the people perish. You've heard that, without a vision, the people perish. But when you look that up in the original Hebrew, it says, without a prophetic voice, without an utterance, without someone standing up and speaking as a vision, with a vision, a God vision. When, where it says, and without a vision, the people perish. That word perish means they will, watch this, the word perish means they will cast off all restraint and run wild. Does that seem familiar? Does it look like we live in a nation right now that's cast, out all, cast off all restraint and running wild? I mean, when you, you see shoplifters, they're just walking in the store, loading up their shopping carts, walking right out right in front of the security guard because they've been empowered. They've been empowered. People are afraid to do anything. I don't know if this is going to make it and survive online or not by the time I get through. We are constantly being told by officials, this is not only what we need, this is what we will do. A darkness mandate doesn't just tell us what we it gives, Basically, a darkness mandate doesn't give us a choice. God's mandate is a mandate and a commandment. Uh, but, you know, we can choose not to do it. That's up to us if we don't want the blessings of God. But the darkness mandate says you're going to do it or else, whether you like it or not. You know, and here's, here's the thing that's disgusting is some of the very ones that are looking in that camera, standing behind those podiums, no, 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 it's not stopping. It's not stopping. There's no end in sight. Next thing you know, by the end of the day, they're at some big fancy gala. They're not following any of the mandates. The camera somehow, somehow somebody is able to leak a video out, don't know how they get it out, but they look around the room and nobody in the room is following the mandate. But the next day, oh, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. I'll, I'll do better. But you don't get the chance to make the mistake. The hypocrisy is out of control. And somebody's got to speak up. Some, it's time for somebody to stand up. But wait a minute. Wait a minute, Larry. Wait a minute. Shouldn't we just follow the science? Should we just follow the science? Well, I'm a believer in science. I'm not a denier of science. I'm a believer in science. Science, we need science. We need scientists. We need people investigating, learning, developing science. A true believer is not anti-science. Science supports God and the creator. When you really let the science, when you really let the science 
go towards the science. But these science experts that they tell us, well, you got to follow the science. Go to their website and follow the science. Well, I go to that same website where they tell me to follow the science. And guess what else I can do? I can go to that website, dot, dot, beep, 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 dot, gov, figure out which it is, three letters, beep, 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 dot, gov, that everybody says is the final authority, beep, 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 dot, gov. And when you get there, just simply search these words. I'm challenging you to do this. Health equity guiding principles. It's a lot. Now, health guiding principles. Health equity guiding principles for inclusive communication. For exclu- inclusive communication. So this, this, is, this is what the science, this is what the experts are saying at this website. They have a whole section that says, listen, we have to scientifically accept that people are now getting to, on their own, make a decision to biologically change what their DNA says what their chromosomes say, they can just decide to be whoever they want to be and whatever they want to be. Now, you can be any, you can be whoever you want to be. But let me just tell you, scientifically, you can't be whatever you want to be when it comes to what's on your birth certificate. This is what this website says. I'm quoting, we need to learn how to properly address situations. And it is literally about 10 pages of things from what we should call vet, vets of war, what we should call uh, people with handicaps, what we should call people of color, what we should call uh, people of uh, different origins, all this kind of stuff. But then you get down to hear what we're talking about, which is the big thing now, that everywhere, everywhere you turn, you know, you can't say nothing against this. It says, instead of calling someone a biological male or female, try this. They were assigned male or female at birth. They were assigned male and female at birth. Can I tell you something? I have no idea who, who delivered me back way back when I come into this world, but I got news for you. He didn't decide to declare that I was a boy who would become a man. No, that was declared and decided in the womb of my mama. Uh, so, and it was declared and defined by the creator of me, which is my God. Uh, he, instead of her or she, uh, use, um, use this. Let me see. Um, this, that's how confusing it is. Uh, he or she, he, she, he or her, his, her. Instead of using all that, use this. In the singular form, they are there. He, she, they. Did y'all get that? This is the science. Follow the science. Um, so here's what I'm saying. They, they even say this, do not call women who are pregnant, pregnant women, call them people who can have babies, people who can have babies. Follow the science, the mandate, follow the science, follow the science. Hey, look, be safe. Take care of yourself. Follow the science. Yes, be smart, be safe. But just keep in mind, that the people that are telling you to follow the science are also scientifically denying chromosomes and DNA. They can't be changed no matter what kind of surgery you have, no matter what kind of uh, supplements you take. You can't change that, okay? Also, follow the science. Follow the science. But 
when a baby is growing inside the womb of her mother, it's not a baby. It's not a baby. It's not a baby until he breathes. To he or she, not they, unless it's unless it's more than one baby, breathes their first breath. But wait a minute. Scientifically, we go to the doctor, and that pregnant lady, she takes supplements. She has sonar. She sees a baby inside with fingers, thumbs up, doing all kinds of stuff. It's not a baby. It's not a baby. Scientifically, same people are saying, no, it's not a baby. It's not a baby till it's born. But scientifically, we still got to take care of them and save them and feed them because they're growing and they are a baby. Can I help you? Scientifically, it's a baby. Okay, it's a baby. You get mad at me if you want to. I don't care. I don't care. I'm at, the, I'm at this point in my life. I don't care, man. I don't care. I'm going to speak what's on my heart, what's on my mind. If not now, when? It's the big picture. Okay. Man, this is going a little bit longer than I thought. I'm almost through. But here's the bottom line. At the time of this broadcast, we begin to see more and more states lifting their mandates. And all of a sudden, they're just people that said they would. They have no end in sight. They're all just falling like dominoes. Well, we know the truth. We know the truth. Here's the at the big picture. We're always going to make sure you see the big picture. The big picture is at the time of this broadcast, elections are coming, and they're counting on the people to have a short term memory because people usually do have a short term memory. So they're counting on the people to forget about all the things that they had to give up. Listen, there were people, hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people across this nation whose loved ones died, and, and they were no one. They died alone. No one, including their husband and their wife that they had been married to for 50 years plus, 60 years plus, could not even be there at their bedside in some of these states because the mandate was that no one can come in. No one. Even though the doctor said they've got hours to live. You think I'm making this up? This, this really happened all over this country. People had to sit in the parking lot and hope that somebody had a good signal on a phone to FaceTime and watch their loved one die alone. Because when you begin to mandate out of darkness your compassion and your big picture mentality leaves you. That's a crying shame, man. Let me tell you something. My mama just passed away just recently. And I know where she's at. She was in a nursing home. We got, she went in that nursing home right before all this hit. We got to go in there and see her. We were, we were so happy with the place that she was at. It was amazing. Me and my brother were just like, this is going to be perfect. She's taken care of. We can come see her. Well, you know what? For the first year and a half, we had to, first of all, we didn't even get to go on the premises for a long time. When we finally got there. We had to talk to my mother through a shower curtain, through a shower curtain. Right on the side of that shower curtain, she was sitting. All I had to do was pull that shower curtain back. There was my mama. And my mama was confused. She didn't know, she couldn't understand why she couldn't hug us. That's what happens when darkness makes good intention, maybe. I don't know if I don't think some of them had a good intention from the beginning, but some of them really legitimately had good intentions, but then they allowed the narrative to take over. Here comes elections. So everything's going to be good now, right? They're going to forget. They're going to cause you to, they're going to hope you forget everything. I don't know about you, but I ain't going to forget it. We got work to do, y'all, and I'm closing. 
One of the ultimate things that I believe that they tried to do as we get ready to go off this show today, don't forget to share this broadcast, subscribe to this YouTube channel, invite somebody to listen to this broadcast, and pray that I get to stay on the air because this is this is the beginning, y'all. This is when we first started, and I'm I'm on the low end here from where I feel like God's taking me. But ultimately the goal was, this is my opinion, the ultimate goal was to stop the body of Christ from gathering. Because if the body of Christ doesn't gather, they don't get equipped. And if they don't get equipped for the work of the ministry, is what Scripture says, they tend to not be light. And the less light we have in this world, the darker it gets. But I'm going to tell you something. When God is lighting up somebody, it, it ain't like a natural light. So even though it's a small number, and even though the remnant is small, because that's what the remnant is by definition, they have a mandate. So the battle of the mandates, it's no battle. It's no battle. The battle of the mandates is over. The Bible said, not by strength nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. I've read the back of the book, and we win. Y'all, It's he told us it was going to get bad. But he also told us that he had poured out his spirit on all flesh. There's a remnant rising up. They're getting brighter and brighter and brighter. The remnant is rising. Subscribe to this channel. Follow this podcast. Rate it. Come on. Hit that like button. Enable those notifications. Because I got news for you. There's going to be some stuff coming on this, on this channel. We ain't playing. It's the big picture, y'all. I'll see you next time. I love you. Thank you for being on the broadcast. Peace out. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Big Picture Podcast. We hope it helped you, encouraged you, and empowered you. Please consider leaving us a review on your app of choice and share with family and friends. And remember, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake.